Hey everyone, this is Justin with the Open Rose Broadcast. I am recording this podcast from my little bull bus conversion known as the Orb Shuttle. I'm continuing this series from my road trip on the East Coast, United States, of course. Just a reminder, it's been two months of travel and I'm picking up from episode one, still in Florida, circling around the southern coast. And for this episode, I am just southeast of Sarasota at an intriguing place in Ona, Florida, um, an artistic creation called Solomon's Castle. So this episode isn't about the castle, but you can see the interesting site of a recycled material residence. Um, The artist was actually reusing recycled materials So from the start, it looks like a artistic piece and on the inside, it continues to be his artistic expression of the recycled use of materials, um, like tin foil for the siding of the castle. And it is actually a massive castle. it's in the middle of nowhere, actually. I, I drove around a lot of livestock farmland and swamps to reach the parking lot. Um, but it is well known about, and if you want to see the picture of it, you can look on the Instagram at Orb Shuttle. And from there, feel free to leave a comment and let me know what you think. So this is episode 2 of the Open Roads broadcast, and as introduced in the previous episode, I'll be discussing several ways of getting into the mindset of road travel from a conversion or decision to have a livable mobile home. So it's something a lot of people are obviously interested in doing. Uh, I've been on the road for two months now and I always get looks at the bus because it's not a passenger bus. It has solar panels on top. Um, of course, people could think it's a passenger bus, but it's just me, a solo traveler. License plate says Vermont and um, I'm in Florida. So. Of course, traveling isn't a strange thing, but people might, like myself, admire RVs and that was something for a long time I would take looks at any RV passing or in the parking lot and for a long time it was just because I was admiring the idea of travel and doing so by means of living in a vehicle. So if that thought resonates with you, Hopefully, that's why you're tuned in. And what I wanted to do is cover the idea of buying a vehicle and not so much jumping into buying a vehicle, but weighing the options for, again, traveling on the road in your own living space. So, backtracking again on episode one, I discussed some of my reasons for why I decided to live in a vehicle. Um, I believe it takes a compound effect of a lot of thoughts, uh, a lot of different ideas on why someone would be okay with traveling on the road. And regardless of how many people are in the vehicle, what you're expecting when you decide that you're going to do it. 
So, again, I really think it's something that needs to be thought out. Um, it could be something that someone learns about, like myself living online, but my experience, again, being a drummer and playing in a band that was touring, jumping into a van and traveling for days, weeks, months on end was nothing foreign after a while. And I think that to be able to start the journey before jumping and buying whatever type of RV or a lot of people that I've spoke with jump into buying a bus conversion, um, well, the bus before doing the conversion or the van, and then start to really try and figure out why they're doing it in the first place. So what I did, I discussed in the first episode, an, ep an exercise that I dawned on myself to do where I just sat down with a piece of paper and I was in college thinking about my next step. Uh, I had already traveled with the band and I wanted to decide what I was doing next. And I basically sat down with a pen and paper and no other thing in my mind but living in a space. Um, as humans, we need things like food, water, shelter, the basic things to motivate us and to allow us to continue to just make use of this life that we're given. Um, and shelter was one of those things that I found I needed to find a way to have for myself, as most people do when they're uh, in college. So getting back to basics, I just wrote down a list, uh, no particular order, just the thought of what people live in, um, maybe from a small space as a tent could be, or a horse and buggy carriage as a lot of settlers were used to. Uh, and how I decided on living in a vehicle because, well, horse and buggy wasn't realistic of an option. Uh, and I did go all the way into having a mansion and everything from a castle to something with a courtyard or where that would be, if anything. So dream big and again, figure out why you want to take the steps and what order you want to take them. So that was something I did. It was before YouTube searches. It was before any Instagram or Pinterest. Uh, I discussed that in my first episode of this podcast. And I encourage people to do that because I think it really helps unlock the adaptable mind or the ability to adapt um, without any preconceived glamour that now we really have fed to us um, again on every media source that there is and it wasn't something I was really exposed to then and I think that's a healthy thing because I wasn't really locked into the glamour of why people do it um, some people now jump into buying a van as I said because they and it's okay if that's your reason but they think that they can jump into a van and get a lot of people to follow their adventures and and realize that they might need some skills more than just being able to jump in a vehicle and travel to locations. Uh, and that's something that I understood that I was okay with. It wasn't my motivation in the first place. 
and um, and again it's okay if it is but going back to driving a vehicle around and living in it uh, simple as that an offshoot of that would be tiny houses uh, Tiny House Dwelling is something that's very popular now. There's several shows on like Home and Garden Channel. Um, I used to love watching. There's a lot of different avenues to learn about people that live in tiny houses and all different types of it. Um, this past weekend in Orlando, I had just went to the United Tiny House Festival. A huge festival, massive amounts of tiny house dwellers, people living in buses, vans, um, all offshoots of the same nature of minimizing what is needed into a tiny furnished space and being able to bring it around from location to location. Um, if people are familiar with tiny houses, sometimes they'll see something they might think of as a shed. Um, and instead of the barn looking shed that they see, it's on a trailer. But on the inside, there can be things like a loft or, well, go look into it. A basic setup could be whatever is needed for the creature comforts um, of cooking, cleaning, uh, storing, and whatever is needed. Again, um, in an entertaining way, it was an awesome festival. Uh, informatively, it was a really, really awesome festival. And... I mean, obviously, I went there having my own vehicle. I did not display it in the festival. I basically just went so I can meet some of the other builders, uh, people that I had learned from online, and just had interest in meeting in person. Um, again, building on questions that I had before or things that I just wanted to see uh, that they had about their builds. Um, an amazing thing and I just I'd highly recommend it that's why I'm starting with it um, for anyone who's interested in the lifestyle uh, that is living in a vehicle or minimizing a living space um, most of the people that attended I'd say were people that hadn't built anything yet um, they basically had an interest in tiny house living uh, maybe they just like following different vloggers online Again, that's okay. And I'm like there just learning with people as well, um, being able to answer questions because it's something that I'm in the process of living. Uh, and now there's people that have been on the road for short periods of time or several years uh, from singles to couples, and kids. And um, it's a very vast lifestyle. It wasn't anything new to me but it is something that is very open, um, very open to sharing, and the answers are around. So I just wanted to help anyone understand before diving into, again, getting a vehicle, um, because it is a process. Uh, having the vehicle, selecting it, what type, those are some of the things I'd like to help answer. Uh, generally speaking, to give some ideas, on what someone can accomplish with just sitting down and thinking out why is it they want to live in a vehicle on the road. Um, most of all, 
I think someone has to ask themselves what their purpose of having a, I'll just call it a tiny house vehicle, um, what their purpose of having a tiny house vehicle is. Is it going to be bouncing from destination from point A to B to C and doing it for sightseeing or the outdoor activities? Uh, maybe you want to think of what type of recreation you'll be doing. Um, or even if it's not your main thing, if you have the space to carry around maybe a bike or a kayak or whatever it is, can you safely secure it in the vehicle that you have? Uh, so that's a really important thing. Of course, there's a lot to see on the road um, and all the coasts and everywhere around the United States has some awesome activities that can be had. Um, are you doing it full-time or are you looking to do it just for a getaway and that's an awesome thing also um, for me it was always something I wanted to do for an extended period of time so getting rid of my things in the process was uh, something I'll cover at another time but it is part of it because you want to decide what type of vehicle you'd have uh, again at the Tiny House Festival, there were also people representing plots where tiny houses are, and people can actually visit like a vacation home. Um, on the Orb Shuttle YouTube channel that I'm revamping, basically, um, at the end of the video I just posted, you can see the tiny house um, establishment and a lot of the houses that were there were actually at the festival, which means that people brought it back on a trailer and went across and parked it back on their normal land and wherever it is that people normally live, everything that they had brought with them stays in the house, obviously. So that's a neat factor. Um, trying to stay on topic, but um, yeah, if anyone's interested in that, just reach out to me and I can dive more into it. Uh, I've done a lot of research on how things work with tiny houses because in converting a vehicle, it's helpful to apply that to not necessarily the furnishing, but be able to utilize the space and the different things that someone might need to be able to make use of, again, living in such a tiny dwelling space. Um, one thing that can help answer a lot of questions uh, to just get out there and actually go to your local sporting goods store and go into the camping section and you can actually find a lot of the answers to questions that someone might have for again basic human needs um, cooking cleaning storing uh, and whatever recreation activities that can be useful from a camping perspective when someone's creating a living space. Uh, maybe converting a vehicle isn't something that you were thinking of doing, but getting on the road is, is driving you. Uh, one activity I did was to think of all the different places I wanted to go, and to me it seemed more reasonable driving around than flying there. So people might immediately think about renting an RV. Um, and that's right, I said renting, because a lot of people think they have to buy 
the vehicle. Uh, you can always rent. There are lots of sources online for people that are willing to rent out their vehicles, whether it's an off-season or an alternative vehicle that they have. And you can go on that trip for whatever amount of time you allocate and have a vehicle that you don't have to worry about how it was built or if it's suitable to everything. Honestly, a step beyond that, what I recommend in your regular vehicle, whether it's a daily driver, again, if it's a car or a Jeep, maybe you have a truck, um, something more spacious like a van or so on, um, you have something that's mobile. And to be able to jump in that vehicle and go on a weekend camping trip, um, that was basically what we did with the band when we test out going on trips to play shows. Um, we did end up buying a trailer, but to be able to live out of the vehicle that you have, you're going to experience different things like, well, where do I park at night? Or how am I going to be able to make food? Um, how am I going to store food? And things like getting it and making sure it doesn't go to waste. You can really test run by jumping in your own vehicle and setting a destination that sort of forces you into those spots or maybe stay local. Um, for me again, I had sort of a camping background with an individual onset of testing things out. Uh, I just went to local parks, uh, public parks, where I was familiar with the neighborhood, I knew I wasn't going to be bothered at night, and I'd park local and walk across to the park so my car wasn't in the parking lot and I just learned to camp out um, decide what type of tents I needed or fire starters I might need what type of cooking things I'd need and this is something I did uh, maybe 10 years ago when I just wanted to learn about it was more from a prepper mindset um, which might be another interesting topic to talk about but being able to be more self-sufficient in a way that doesn't depend on a system and having the skills that might be required if someone was in sort of a wilderness survival situation um, was a real interest to me. Um, from that it led to tiny housing and a lot of camping recreation interests. So again, whatever your spark for wanting to learn the skills or get on the road, um, just basically saying you can get a lot of questions answered by doing a trial run and involve some of those things from your local camping store. You might not want to bring your wallet with you because there are a lot of interesting things in the camping store. Um, it was just Black Friday and I totally understand that sometimes it seems like the best deal. Um, and remember, you can always get something and test it out. And if it doesn't work for you, uh, bring it on the road and go back to that store and return it. Because in a tiny living space, you want to make use of what you have. So back to this idea on the podcast today. I'm trying to stay along the lines of helping someone who might be interested in the lifestyle uh, being in a living space on the road. A lot of benefits are being able to travel around and have all your things with you. When I get in the bus, um, 
I'm not worried about, oh, did I leave something back? Or am I missing my whatever it might be? Because most of the time I am responsible enough to put everything in a carry-around pack and have it with me when I leave and when I return. Um, and everything is here with me that I need. So that's just a helpful thing for being on the road. You're not in a hotel um, where you have to worry about checking out and, uh, I mean, going somewhere else, distance of whatever, and looking back and realizing you forgot something basic. Um, so that's just awesome for me. Um, again, beating the cost of having to spend money at hotels when it might be upwards to 100 or more a night and you can avoid that um, for instance I spent a night at a rest stop um, one of the pullover rest stations where they have the bathrooms um, empty in the mornings empty at nights and freshly cleaned each day and for me it was just an easier place to just sort of camp out in the parking lot make my dinner, go to sleep, wake up to a fresh clean bathroom and wash up as needed. Um, of course I can do that in my own vehicle, but you figure those places out um, and I've done everything from camping to the side of rivers and lakes and on the beachfront, so it's a perk. Uh, and of course it's not um, reliant on a check-in check-out time or if you don't like the crowd or the temperature you can always relocate and it sort of becomes about just living life in different places so regardless of what day it is I'm glad that living in a vehicle allows me to do that and furthermore so the camping idea I hope would help someone who's interested in the lifestyle. Um, being able to rent a vehicle, recapping on that if you want to get out and do something, maybe using your own personal vehicle and learning that you can go around and figure out what you need as you go. Um, really just jumping on into it and not worrying about having to force be a vanner or a, a bus lifer because it just seems like what you have to do for the trend but more so what you're doing to suit your lifestyle decisions uh, are you going to do it for recreation are you trying to do it because you need some space to get away and work on a project or find different type of job and a different location and wanting to get away from that set housing um, people are always interested in this type of lifestyle because they're used to traveling in cars or paying for something at a house that seems sort of stifling. Um, traveling in an RV is an awesome thing, but maybe the cost of it, like for myself, was sort of a turnoff at first, and you're looking into a conversion. Uh, this is hopefully touching on a few exercises that can help you sort of test things out and have a trial run in your mind before you jump into all the overhead of what it takes to live on the road. So if you are building a conversion, as some people are that 
are looking to learn more about this, I uh, just want to remind you the accessibility of learning, uh, the network that we have online, and it is a time-intensive thing, but remember, it is around your time schedule. So, for me, I wanted to just jump on the road, and there are some things I needed before going on the road that I knew I'd be able to redo and revisit. Um, painting the exterior of the bus, for instance, was something that I just figured I'd be I'd feel more safe or stealth doing at a later time, and just jumping on the road. Um, there's some other things that, well, there are plenty of other things that I'm looking to do, but um, maybe I can personalize it in the next episode. I can discuss more about where I am in this journey and we can work on some of the things I've purchased that helped along with starting this type of journey and being able to get on the road again in a costly way that doesn't feel like such a huge commitment for someone interested in living on the road. So for anyone who is going on a road trip or doing a conversion, um, I just want to remind you that, again, it is a timely thing and I appreciate the time that you're taking, whether you're driving or getting some work done or whatever it is. I'm thankful for you listening to this episode. Uh, I would totally appreciate the support. I'm new at growing this project and the links that can be found here as mentioned uh, i'd love to hear from you at so if you can go over to the instagram account and at orb shuttle reach out to me um, also on the youtube page that has some new video content as well and i'd love to know if you're listening so it'd be awesome to hear from you uh, this has been episode two at the start of the open roads broadcast and it actually has been my pleasure as the host. This is Justin signing off.